Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, yeah, this one's a bit of a, a bit of a grumbly one, a bit of a what's wrong with the world, bit of a, a, a bit of a darkest timeline I guess. There is, like I say, there is a lot about what's wrong with the world these days. Um, there's a lot about being being tired, overcoming difficulties, and what is wrong with the world. Um, games, movies, and TV this week, so that's something to look forward to at least. But yes, it gets a little bit grumbly, I'm afraid. Before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. The bigger the stars, the better, if you get my meaning. Share the podcast around, that's the big one. Share the podcast around. Word of mouth is is big. It's a big thing for the podcasting world, so please do share the podcast where you can. Right, let's get started. Here we go, this is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, I feel <clears throat> I feel like I've spent twenty minutes getting myself set up. And then I'm not set up. One of those, you know. Uh, I had to restart the internet twice just to get it to actually, you know, pretend like it's internet. All that. All of the fun fun of the fair. How are you doing? Are you well? I hope so. Um, absolutely best possible thing to do is start recording a podcast at quarter to ten at night. But, ladies and gentlemen, there is an answer. Because it's quarter to ten at night. Yeah, that's right. We're drinking, uh, we're drinking cold coffee. Hmm, interesting. Certainly better than the last one I had that made me ill. Um, weird one this week. Do I say that every week? Ah, I knew there was something missing. Just do this and just... Boop, boop, boop. Right. I'm looking at the list like there's something missing. I don't know what it is. Now I look at the list and go, I know exactly what it is. Um, first few, probably just rattle through them. Um, I think it's going to get more intense as it goes on. So let's get through the first few and see where we are. Um, I've been thinking. And I've been thinking I might, I don't want to, but I might have to uh, give up driving. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's healthy for anybody. Um, I don't think it's healthy to be on the road. I don't think it's healthy to feel the way I do when I'm on the road. I don't think it's healthy if there's a child in the car when I'm effing and jeffing I just I just I just see the potential for a bad time um and I thought I was thinking about I was thinking about it quite a lot the other day I was like ultimately this is only going to end in one in one place uh, and that's with me deciding that I can't, I can't, I can no longer continue to drive. Um, and some of the things that are interesting is like if I go back X amount of time, um, I used to go the same way every day, and I used to get to the same point every day, and it used to make me so insanely angry that in the end I had to change the route. That I was that I would travel every day. 
and then going back before that, I used to change my route to avoid certain routes and things. And um, and then all of that got all of that got taken away. I didn't have to go that route at all ever. Um, so that was cool. But that was one route, going to one place, admittedly, every day. Now it's everywhere. Now it's everywhere. And it's every time. And it's everything. And I, I sit in the car, just like, what's going to happen? And there's, there's an aspect, there's an element of a possible sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you go looking for something, then you're going to find it. But... That's one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is that the roads are so insane these days that it's only a matter of time before something happens in a 5, 10, 15 minute journey. Something's going to happen. In a 45 minute journey, something's going to happen. So, I'd had... Um, I don't know if I talked about it previously, but I'd, I'd had two instances in um, like seconds of each other one morning trying to get to work, um, and I had I had a child in the car, um, and it, it the the situation involved like. <sighs> To me, if if you stood at a crossing and the lights tr the lights changed from green man to red man, and the lights for the cars change from from red to green, and you then choose that to be the point in time for you to cross the road. I I think there's there's got to be some form of Darwinism involved. There's got to be a kind of you've made the choice to cross the road when there is going to be a car coming. Surely you should then have to deal with the consequences. It shouldn't be on the other people. You've been given all of the information. So you know but that's not, that's not it. And then you you know if you if you pull out into oncoming traffic when there is a vehicle right there that is coming at you, and you just work on the principle that because of the type of car you're driving, you should just be allowed to pull out no matter what. Then you should also have to deal with the consequences. Um, so, anyway, uh, there was these two incidents, very short space of time, and I was effing and jeffing, as I, I was going to say, as I like to do. I don't like to do it at all, it's just, it's just a thing. Um, and then I was like, shit, I've got, I've got a child in the car, um, and it doesn't set a good example, and it's something that I've been trying to change, and something that I've been trying to avoid, and it's something that I don't want to do, and I'm trying to be more conscious, but it's just... <sighs> Situations like that are going to get away from me. Um, and as I'm driving, I'm driving along, and I had this sort of... Some of it was involuntary, some of it was just that kind of you know, if you've had if you've had an issue, if you've had a problem, if you've had something happen, you your body, you know, if there's if there's a, adrenaline involved, if there's um heightened emotions involved. So I got so far uh, sort of halfway through the rest of my journey, and I was like I was a bit like, am I 
am I crying? You know, my eyes felt wet, but I wasn't like sobbing. I wasn't emotional in that sense. I was just... (sighs) I think it was like a form of exhaustion, a form of exasperation, a form of this isn't this isn't what I want. I don't want this for my child. I don't want to have to deal with this every single time. I don't want this. And at that point, I was like, I don't think I can get away from this. I don't think that it's possible to get away from the fact that when you get in the car and you get on the road and you set off on your journey, you're going to deal with something. It's that simple. You are going to have to deal with something. As I I don't think I can do this anymore. So I had this whole thing of I think I'm going to have to give up driving and I think I'm going to have to say going forward from this point on, unless it's an emergency, I'm not going to drive anymore. I will be a passenger And that's that. Now, I will say this. I know people, I know somebody who learned to drive, drove for three months and then just said, I can't do this. It's it's insanity. And this was years ago. This was... Going on for ten years ago. So you think, you know, 10 years ago what it was like then. I know I know people who were like, I can drive. I don't. I know people who are like, I can drive. I own a car. I will drive to the supermarket once a week because I need to. Outside of that, I will not drive because I just don't want to. So I know those people. And... I can I can get it. I can understand that, and I can see it. Um. So that night, um, I had a dream. Now, it, it's it's a strange thing. I always say to people, I don't dream, which everybody says that's not true. You just don't remember. Whichever way you want to slice it, ultimately, I go to bed, I wake up, and I go, no dreams here. So when I do have a dream that I remember, it's a big thing. So I had a dream that night uh, where the dream started and I was in a car, but I was in the passenger seat. (laughs) And I went, what's happening? Why am I here? The person I was in the car with was like, "Um, you don't drive anymore. I was like, that's not right. I drive. They're like, no, 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 you, you don't drive anymore. You you made the decision to not drive anymore uh, because it was too stressful um, all round. Um, so you sit in that seat now because you're a passenger. And I was like, oh, well, that doesn't sound right. I don't, I don't, I don't like being a passenger. They're like, well, you know, that's your seat now. Um, I do the driving, and uh, <laughs> and that's that. So, the dream continued, and all the dream was was me sitting in the passenger seat of the car, effing and jeffing at absolutely every single person, and going, "You need to, be- you need to beep the horn. You got to beep the horn at that person because they're doing something wrong. That person shouldn't be doing that. They're on the wrong side of the road. Come on, why are we what? just?" barrage of abuse of every single vehicle that you know that that was that was out out there and i was like ah yes there we go that's that's the i'm not gonna stop driving and to then become a passenger to then be like well now i've got even less control over what's going on um i don't know I don't know what the solution is. I just... (sighs) It's too much stress and it shouldn't be this much stress. Um, 
You may notice there is a theme running all the way through this podcast today. Um, so, me and the boy, Wednesday, we had to go and buy milk. Boom, let's go and get some milk. So, picked a particular point in time, got in the car. And I'm like, let's go to the supermarket. We'll go get some milk. Treat ourselves. Get some milk. We went to the supermarket. We got some milk, surprisingly enough. And I was like, hey, let's um, let's go and see about getting you a little, uh, like a little nibbly snack. Um, so... We go, we get a little nibbly snack. Um, or we're going, we're heading off to a shop to get a little nibbly snack type deal. Um, and where we were, we were walking along the pavement and um, there was like three entrances and exits to the car park that we were passing. Um, all of which have crossings. They're, they're clearly marked, quite big, quite chunky. Um, Zebra crossings. So we walk up to the first one. I look into the car park. I go, no cars are coming. I also go, uh, there are no cars coming and it's crossing. So we are more than good to get out across this first crossing. So I've got the boy. He's in the push chair. So out in front of me. I pushed the pushchair out into the crossing, at which point a massive car literally materializes. Like the only thing that was missing was a puff of smoke, or in like a Back to the Future sense, like two um, flaming like tire marks. This car came out of nowhere I looked into the car park there were no cars coming there was nothing there I pushed the pushchair forward and like I say the only thing that was missing in this scenario was a puff of smoke now what I can tell you is this in actual fact, it wasn't that a car materialised out of thin air. It was that a car came so fast that it cleared a distance of being invisible to not in the time it took me to push a pushchair forward two feet. And I went, holy shitballs. The boy's about to get run over in the pushchair. The car slammed on its brakes and skidded into the crossing and up to the pushchair. Like, up to the pushchair. Now, this was the point where I went... Okay, the boy's okay. The car came out of absolutely nowhere. It was going so insanely fast that it skidded when it slammed its brakes on. This is the this is the point in time where I'm going to have to go and serve some time in prison because I'm just about to beat somebody to death. I'm about to drag another human being out of their car and beat them to death. I look up and a guy who at this point, whilst profusely apologising, had to reverse his vehicle because he was that far out into the crossing. Because, you know, with the speed and the skidding and the, you know, slamming on of the brakes, that far out into the crossing had to reverse 
so that we were able to continue crossing the road on the zebra crossing. It was one of those situations where I felt surprisingly calm. I was like, well, at least nobody was hurt, sort of thing. But it's it, it, it's it's the modern day definition of a miracle, surely, that nobody was hurt because the car was going that fast that it basically appeared out of nowhere, and a child nearly died. And the guy couldn't apologise enough. And I was like... Well... I guess I guess we all learned something new today. The number one phrase that I say the most... The absolute most these days... Is... I I just don't understand what is wrong with people. So taking that as an example, what part of that was necessary? Why was any of that necessary? It was early afternoon on a Wednesday. If that guy's out and about driving around... I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's not rushing back to work. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, A, not at work that day. B, probably retired. Didn't exactly have anywhere to be. But it was necessary to drive that fast that that situation was a thing. So... Couple of examples of why I my favourite phrase is "What is wrong with people?" Uh, I went out on Saturday. I went to meet a friend, and I was driving home. I'm driving home. I'm driving down a street that is a forty mile an hour road. It works like this: it's a forty that ends in a roundabout. So. More often than not, nothing's going round the roundabout. Most things are going off the roundabout. So, when timed correctly, you can basically slow down somewhat, drop into third gear, drop to about 30 mile an hour, coast off to the left, bing, bang, bong, done. As I am approaching the roundabout, about... 20, 30 metres away, yards away, however you want to look at it. I am reducing my speed, currently at about 35 miles an hour, heading down to 30. I've checked in advance, in, uh, looked out ahead, there's nothing coming. I can just stick it at 30, coast off the roundabout and carry on my merry way to get back up to 40. As I am approaching... The roundabout, going, like say, from 35 down to 30, I see a person stood. Now, I can tell you what type of person this person was. I'm not going to. Because I wouldn't want to, you know, stereotypes, etc. What I'll say is this person was young, but not too young. Old enough to know better, I would probably say. I saw them look. Now, in my head, I was like, yes, you've looked, you've seen me coming, and you've gone. The road is two car lanes wide. There's absolutely not enough time for me to get across the road, even if I'm a, you know, Usain Bolt kind of sprinter. They had as much distance to cover as I did. It was probably the same amount of distance to get across the two lanes. So I was like, you've looked, you've seen me come in, you've worked on the principle, you've not got enough time to get across, everybody's fine. At which point, I saw this person set off to cross the road. 
Now then, a few things here. Number one, I was in the left-hand lane. So they had to cross the first, because they were coming from the right, they had to cross the first lane to start with. There was a car in the first lane, and they were in front of me. This person essentially said, I don't want to live anymore. I am going to end my life by running out in front of these two cars. Because if the first one doesn't get me, the second one's definitely going to. Because they haven't got enough distance to slow down enough without having some form of parachute or an anchor. I slammed on full lock wheels. And the person just kept running across the road like it was nothing. Like it was a completely acceptable thing to do. Like it was fine. Like it was okay. Do it every day. Run across a 40 mile an hour road with not enough distance to get across. Cross our fingers and hope for the best on that one. Which point I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Horn the works. I come off the roundabout. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I nearly I nearly killed somebody. And uh, whose fault would it have been? Mine or theirs? I go off the roundabout. I take the first right. There is a large, no surprises, Mercedes. One of the Mercedes tanks, I think they're called. Uh, in front of me. So it goes down the hill. I go down the hill. And all of a sudden, the driver of the Mercedes goes, mm, I'm clearly lost. And there are three young gentlemen over the other side of the road. Maybe they can tell me where I should be going. Maybe they can give me directions. What's the best way to get those directions from those three young gentlemen on the other side of the road? Okay, a few options. We could pull up on my side of the road, on the left side of the road, stop, window down, hey, excuse me, can you give me some directions? The car behind me will realise this and A, either stop and wait or B, go round. Those are two possible conceivable options. Option number two, pull across onto the right-hand side of the road, but pull up onto the, uh, the grass verge, put your blinkers on. Hi, guys, really sorry to bother you. Can you give me directions? Yeah, go that way. That way the car behind me can carry on its merry way. Hmm, Okay. I think I'm going to go with option three. Option three is to diagonally park across the road. Blocking both lanes of traffic. And then proceed to have a three minute conversation about where I'm supposed to be going with my time. Making sure that there is absolutely zero way the car behind me can get past. And making sure that we're all just stuck here while I take my merry time getting directions blocking the street i walked through the front door and the first words out of my mouth is what is wrong with people because this is the only thing i have to say what is wrong with people why is there why is there's something wrong. Why are people so incredibly broken that these are the solutions for the modern time? I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. What about either of those situations were acceptable? I don't understand. Anyway, let's talk about something that's slightly more upbeat. 
as some of you, just it's, uh, it's, it's 12 minutes past 10, best have some more coffee. This is going to go so bad when I try and go to bed. Mm. But it tastes so good. Actually, it does taste okay, that one. The last one, too. As some of you may know, um, I like a podcast here or there. Recording, listening to, being a whole, you know, part of the podcast world. Um, winter, autumn, winter, it's a busy, it's a busy old podcast time. So let me give you an idea. Um, Monday, darkest timeline. Tuesday, Wednesday is potentially, I'm not saying for definite, Football, NFL, wrestling when there's wrestling on, and Formula One that needs coding and uploading. If you look at your week, if you've got podcasts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you've got to do something podcast related on a Thursday, very few actual evening, you know, evenings to yourself in 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 that sense. I'll never knock. Um, Doing podcasting, having the opportunity to podcast, to um, do, uh, be a part of doing the Formula One podcast and getting that out there, and all of those things, I'll never knock it. But it's a, it's a, it's not a but in that sense. It's just a but. Evenings, a few and far between. Sometimes, what that means. Is those evenings are like, ooh, think about this. Think about when it's a little chilly, not cold, just a little chilly. And gets into the evening and you're like, oh man. And you do that thing where you put a jumper on. And you that feeling you get from a jumper. Or you or a blanket, you wrap yourself up in a blanket. Or you get into bed when it's cold out and you get like nice and snuggly and warm. Those are your evenings when your evenings are limited. So Monday, like I said, it's quarter past ten. By the time I've finished recording this, by the time I've coded it, uploaded it, you're looking half eleven. Very little point actually doing anything at that point. Chances are I'm probably going to sit and watch thing, random things on YouTube for half an hour and go to bed. There. Sometimes Tuesday, podcast rinse and repeat Wednesday rinse and repeat so by the time you get to Thursday Thursday is like mm, I've got no recording to do I've got no uploading to do I've got nothing but but some good solid me time me time is a lot of um, you know it, it it's a couple of hours of computer games usually last Thursday and then I'm like oh my god I'm so excited oh I'm so happy oh I'm so excited oh my evening's gonna be amazing I'm gonna get finished up with the day get the children to bed workout done treadmill all of the exercise stuff's out of the way I'm gonna get into my into my comfy clothes I'm gonna pour myself a a zero percent Guinness I'm going to sit down, I'm going to put the PlayStation on, I'm going to play computer games, and then I'm going to go to bed. And it's going to be absolute bliss. <sighs> I think I made it uh, 45 minutes um, before there was some, uh, some on-the-sofa dozing action. Uh, didn't I didn't get too far? I didn't get too crazy. I, it was um, back in the day. I used to wake up at like four in the morning, sat on the sofa, everything turned off in the dark, going where you know which century am I in? Nowadays, it's like ah oh, man, it's it's bedtime and I've been asleep for twenty minutes. That sort of thing. I was like, hey, it's fine. It's okay. You obviously needed it, so just get yourself off to bed. It'll be fine. Friday, <laughs> Friday night, oh yes, managed to get everything I needed to do during the day, locked in, oh. 
Hordy. Delicious. 0% Guinness. PlayStation wand up. Here we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, same, same again. Same again. Okay. All right. It's fine. It's fine. Tomorrow's Saturday. We can we can just, you know, get everything done during the day. Have a bit of an evening. And then, poof, Saturday night gaming, baby. Yeah. Love it. I didn't even make it to the game. On a Saturday, I like to uh, I like to peruse the PlayStation Store um, because sometimes they do like a weekend deal. Here's money off this game, and ultimately, I don't know why I bother because I never buy, I never really buy anything, especially these days. Um, it's a waste of time. I fell asleep whilst browsing the games. I hadn't even got to the game I was playing. I fell asleep while browsing the games, and this time. Oh boy. Um, I think. Was it the one? Was that the night where I woke up at 20 past 12 and was like, okay, Saturday night. I don't actually have to get up in the morning. Sod it. I'm just going to stay up for a little while. I think I stayed up to like one, half one. Played. I actually played some, some game. Not entirely sure what's going on. Now then, tracking it backwards with the addition of um, climbing, it all starts going wrong on a Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, I get up at quarter to six to be at climbing for half six. I get home, immediately step in the shower, then get the dog out. No, I'm lying to you. Then I take my daughter to school. Then I come home. Then I get the dog out for a walk. Then I come home. And then it's me It's me and the boy for the day. So it's running around after a little guy who's just a wrecking ball. Um, at some point in time, I need to get a workout in. At some point in time, I need to get a run in. So try and do those while the boy's asleep. Then I've got to get off to school to pick up my daughter. Then I've got to get back. Then it's like, you know, tea, bed... All of that. Uh, then it's podcasting. Whole evening of podcasting, whereas I attempt to get them coded and in an ideal world, some sort of uploaded to then go to bed. Then it's a snowball effect from there. Thursday morning, you got to be up early, got to be out running, got to get home to get sorted, to get to work whilst also finding enough time to try and get those podcasts uploaded so you've got to get up that little bit earlier it's just i'm not a young man anymore i'm an old man and i think whereas previously in life i just added and added and added and added and added and it never seemed to bother me you know, I always said part of the reason of having all these children is because, you know, years gone by, there was just uh, there was just too much energy, and I had to do something about it. So you know, get get rid of all the energy, have have lots of children. That's how it works, yeah. Except now, yeah, something's gone wrong, because now. I'm really tired. Um, yeah. Having mentioned climbing, it wouldn't be a podcast these days to not have a conversation about climbing. I do have to give a small disclaimer, a small... Um, I don't think caveat's the right term for this. It's a disclaimer. I'm about to use some language that may or may not be okay with certain groups of people. I will try and do it quickly, and we can move on away from the word and get to the to the actual meat of of the of the issue rather than the the word I'm about to use. I am going to quote 
So you'll see what I mean. You may you may want to cover your ears. You never know. I was listening to a podcast. Was it Saturday morning? It has to have been. Because I can't think when else it would have been. So let's say it was Saturday morning and be done with it. I was listening to a podcast Saturday morning. Um, where somebody was talking about um, not having the, the, the balls, the gumption to be able to do something. Uh, and they used this phrase. And this is a quote. This isn't me saying this. Although I did go on to use this later. Uh, they were saying that they were exercising their pussy muscle. They were being a pussy cat, if you like. Um, and they went on to say that there was far too much exercising of said muscle. Um, and I was like, yeah, I get what you mean in that. I understand that. Yes, you know, like I said, not the greatest terminology, but in this scenario, it works. Um, and I realized, you know, tying it into climbing and stuff that there was a little bit too much of me exercising that muscle and not exercising the muscle that actually gets me up the guard freaking wall so i'm heading off to climb i get there i'm like right you you and you you're going down hard today you guys have been annoying the whatever out of me it's time to take you guys down so I went to a particular climb. I went up a particular climb. I got so far. I had to come down and was like, no, you're exercising said muscle. That's not the answer. Um, I attempted to go back up and then was distracted by somebody who was talking a lot and made me feel very self-conscious. So I came down and, and kind of ran away like a little girl, which is weird if you think what I'm talking about. However... With this in mind, I was like, I'm really annoyed because I was going to, I was going to absolutely 100% take that climb down. Bearing this in mind, I was like, okay, well, let's, let's focus on some other stuff. Let's have a little look around, see if there's something that there's absolutely no way you're able to do it. You've never been able to do it before and do it. And I found one. I was like, hey, there's this guy here. This guy, I can't even do the start. I can't even start this climb. Never been able to do it. I've tried it a bajillion times. I physically can't do it. It just does not work for me. And I've never been back to it. I'm like, hey, you, my friend, are the perfect candidate for this. You could get taken down right now. I went over. I felt it out. I was holding the, the starting holds in different ways, seeing if I could find something. I was like, you know something? I might have an idea. The idea is this. Maybe if I look at it in a different way, from a different angle, I may possibly be able to do this. Let's try. So I gave it a go, and I managed to get through the start. I was like, cool. Moved on to the next bit, like the next third. And then I went, oh no. I've never got this far before. I don't actually know where I'm supposed to go from here. Turned out I was heading in the wrong direction, which isn't exactly going to help anything. And I got scared. So I came down. I went, oh, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm supposed to. I don't know how to do this one. Ah! And climbed down. The moment I stepped on the mat, I went, that right there was exercising that muscle to the extreme, to the maximum. That muscle is pumped up. I just went, screw this for a game of soldiers. I looked at it, I went, ah, right, okay. In actual fact, we're going across before going up, and I was going up. There's where I went wrong. Started again. And taking it down. Now then, small, tiny incy bitsy caveat to this little disclaimer i misplaced a foot right at the very end and i touched the wrong color 
So one of those, I did complete it. However, I had a little bit of help from a different color, um, which when doing a climb, if you're learning, it's kind of okay. And if you, if you're trying to, if you're trying to complete a climb, it's not okay. So it wasn't a 100% completion. It was like a 95. Fully intended to go back and just knock it out of the park, but it was super insanely busy on Saturday. And it just didn't end up happening. Wednesday morning, it's going to be the it's going to be one of the first things I take down. But my point here, if you take the crude language out of the process, my point here is sometimes it can just take a little bit of something. Sometimes it could take somebody to say something, or for you to look at something in a different way, or just to feel differently about something to make you think. No, I'm not going to let this beat me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this on and I'm going to do it. And I know I talk about it a lot. There's a lot of talk in my house these days about it. There's a lot of talk at work about the whole climbing thing. But there's a bigger picture. I don't go and do this because I want to climb up a wall. I don't, want to, I don't go and do this because I want to say I achieved this, that and the other. I want to go and do it. Because like I've said before, it, it, it scares me. It's something that scares me. And if I overcome that, then I've overcome something. And ultimately, it's something in my life that, that scared me that I overcame. Which means that there are other things in my life that may scare me that maybe I'll have the ability to overcome. Maybe. Um, unfortunately, I did say there was a theme to this podcast and... I am ending kind of on a downer. We'll go on to talk about some entertainment stuff. So, you know, um, it'll, it'll, it'll all iron out in the end. It'll be fine. Let's talk about roadworks, people. At this point in time, I don't think anybody's, you know, surprised that I live in New York. There's been this movement in New York recently where apparently the uh, the master plan, the grand scheme, the, um, the solution to everybody's problems is to close every single road in York. Close them all and do roadworks. And as we know, roadworks are just uh, an illusion because they've got the word works in them. Uh, and there's never any works going on. And then they fill a big hole in and go, there you go, we did a thing. And you go, no, you didn't. All you did was cause problems. And obviously, as me and my youngest daughter had a conversation a little while ago, she clearly gets it because she was like, maybe they're doing it for a different reason. I was like, absolutely. There is absolutely no reason why you would dig a big hole, cause lots of problems, and fill that hole back in having done absolutely no work, unless there was a bigger agenda here. Um, York is absolutely littered with roadworks at the moment. I bitched, moaned and complained at a friend of mine a few weeks back where I was like, oh, when is the absolute best time to do the roadworks? For six weeks of the six-week summer holiday. And his response was, that is absolutely the best time to do roadworks. You've got less cars on the road. I was like, yeah, but whatever. That has spilled out into summer holidays was a while ago now, and we're still doing all these roadworks. Um, so between, for example, today, I set out, Made sure to leave myself half an hour of additional time this morning. Uh, I took a detour, whereas I was actually intended to take two detours, and I really wish I had. Uh, I managed to get so far through my journey. I was like, hey, some of the roadworks have gone. That's cool. I got a little bit further, and then everything went wrong. And then we hit the real roadworks uh gridlock traffic all the way around the outside of the city 
I'm like, this is fantastic. I left the house half an hour earlier today so that I could sit in traffic for half an hour longer. This is perfect. This is the absolute best. Nearing the end of my journey, I came round a corner and I went, what's that sign? That sign wasn't there the last time I came this way. Hmm. Seems to say something about a road closure. That's interesting, because this is a one-way system. How exactly are you going to close a road in a one-way system? It's okay, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's fine. They managed to find a way to close a road in a one-way system. Um, yeah, if things weren't bad before, they're even worse now. Uh, I think it was 50 minutes door to door. Um, I remember a time where it used to take me 20 and even then I was like, oh man, what a journey. Um, sometimes it'd take you 30 if it was particularly, you know, you left at the wrong time and traffic was bad or whatever. Yeah. 50 minutes door to door. Uh, the right things are going on, I'm going to have to tell work that I can no longer come to work anymore because I just physically can't get there in a timely manner. <sighs> Vote for me. It was last week I was saying about I'm going to run, I'm going to run for political office and one of my agendas will be no roadworks at uh, times that are, uh, you know, the worst possible time to be doing roadworks. There, that's the week, the week that was. TV-wise, um, I've been getting through series 16 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If anybody was listening last week, they'll know that I watched the first two episodes and was not convinced. Ladies and gentlemen, I was not convinced. What I can say is this. First couple of episodes were clearly just knocking the rust off. Uh... Something, there's a couple of things that have been interesting about this series. One, I don't know how, I don't know why, but the not swearing too much thing has seemed to have been lifted because they just swear like it's like it's going out of fashion. And I mean, some of the big, the big swears, the smeths, there's even been a couple of C's. That in itself is interesting. I wonder how this series was maybe affected by the writer's strike. Now, what I'm about to say doesn't really feel like a writer's strike kind of issue. But I'm wondering if there was like a race against time where they wanted to get the series out before the strike kicked in, maybe. Maybe that was the thing. What I've noticed is that, I, I don't know if it's an editorial choice, but there are a lot of points so far where people like breaking character and laughing and things like that. And that's the take that they've chosen to use. There's been a couple of points where I'm like, that person is laughing. <laughs> that that take is obviously a take that wasn't supposed to be used. But it's in the episode. So that's interesting. Um, there's also seems to be a thing where they've, got a particular set that they keep using frequently don't know if there's something about that or if it was just a choice that was made for this series um there was a very good episode that had brian cranston and aaron paul in brian cranston once again throwing out his acting chops and was very good um so i've watched up to episode five haven't watched um I'm watching for for a few days, uh, but I imagine I'll get back to some over the next few next few days, basically. Um, and, it, and you know, it's been it's been good. It's been enjoyable. I watched a movie. Um, weird. 
I'm currently in the process of watching a movie, which, if I'm honest, is a film I would have liked to have spoken about. However, I haven't finished it. Excuse me. Um, so instead, we'll have to talk about the film that I have watched. And we're, we're, things are going to get weird. That's all I can say. I watched The Boondock Saints, uh, which is a film that I've never seen, which is why we're going to talk about it. Um, I'd heard good things from a couple of people over the over years. I think it's quite, you know, I think it's old in a certain sense. Um, it's so weird. It's so weird. There's so much about it that I'm like, I, I, I don't understand. It's a film that's done through flashbacks. The the flashbacks are like, oh, there was a there was a gun battle, or there was a shootout, or there was a situation that happened. Um, but more often than not, it's the police turning up to a crime scene and then trying to piece it together, and then there's a flashback to what actually happened. Um, Norman Reedus is in it as one of the the Boondock Saints. They're brothers, supposedly Irish. Um, rough story is there's a couple of guys who've decided they're sick of organised crime so they're just going to go around killing them all and getting rid of them I believe it's set in Boston one of the weirdest elements of the film is Willem Dafoe's in it I'm not entirely sure what they were going for here what, what he was going for there's a part of me that wants the one stays on, and I feel that it's going to come across as quite cruel. But in a weird way, it seems like that Willem Dafoe did this film before learning to act. It's so strange. There's so so much is so strange about it. Um. The, the he he's the FBI agent that's trying to catch them, kind of. It, oh, it's very strange. One of the one of the weirder weird aspects of it is Billy Connolly's name's in the credits. So you're like, oh, cool, Billy Connolly's in it. That's cool. You get two thirds of the way through the film, and you're like, hang on a minute, I thought Billy Connolly was supposed to be in this. And then he is. And he's in it like through the rest of the film. But you're just like, huh? Because he plays a character that I personally feel is very much against what you would expect. It's a very strange film. Not in a bad sense. Just, you spend a lot of time going, huh? Right, I'll give you an example. There's a scene where... um, The two main characters uh, have set out to go and um, basically kill a room full of people. They inadvertently fall through the ceiling of the room of guys they're going to kill. They get tangled up and end up spinning round in the centre of the room shooting all these guys and you're like is this serious this this isn't a wine is this serious really you're just like what are we doing here then the next thing that the film does because like I say there's like this flashback element is the film then makes fun of it Oh my god, I can't believe it. It's like one of those really lame things that you see in the movies where two guys spin around shooting everybody. Uh, Okay. Is that like, is it some kind of like a fourth wall break or something? Are you making fun of you? Uh, What? Ron Jeremy's in it. That might tell you something. A very strange film. 
that in the midst of all the strangeness is actually a good film. The, the action scenes are very good. The, I suppose the premise of it's good. The, uh, the bad, the bad guy, the quote unquote bad guy. I don't even know if you could call him a bad guy. He was just a guy. He was just, it was just weird. There are points in time where you're trying to work out if Willem, Dep Willem Dafoe's part in it is good or not. There's that whole aspect of the film. It's it's very, 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 very strange. But no part of me saying that means that it's a bad film. It's just a little odd. So yeah, Boon Not Sense. At, at the time I watched it, it was free to watch on Prime. So that was something. Um, yeah. Um, computer games. I am. I am playing Skyrim still. Um, not a lot to talk about other than this. Anybody remember when I was like, "Oh my god, the, the game broke. I have to start again." I was playing a mission the other night. A mission? It's not a mission. A quest. I don't know. I was doing a thing that the game told me to do. I went to a place. I used an object on a machine. I made the machine do a thing. Which affected the object. I picked up the object. And I was about to leave the room. And I went. What's in the middle of the room? It's not telling me to go to it. It's not doing anything. It's just quite shiny. I was like. What is the item in the middle of the room? And why, uh, you know, should I go and look at it? I was like, you know, hey, take two minutes out of your day. Go and look at the object in the middle of the room. I went over and it was like, do you want to pick up the Elder Scroll? For anybody that doesn't know, Skyrim is uh, a game in a series of games from the Elder Scrolls series. And I went, I imagine that's probably quite useful. Picked it up, I took it with me, I'm playing on, and I went, yeah, I never did that last time, did I? When I looked up online to find out why I couldn't progress in the game I was playing, there was people talking about like whether you picked up the Elder Scroll or not, and if you picked up the Elder Scroll, uh, that's fine, but if you didn't, can you go back and get it? And if you can, well, that's great, go back and get it and pick it up. And I'm like, it's fine. I've got an Elder Scroll because I was doing a different mission that involved picking up an Elder Scroll. Never picked up the one from the room I was in though, did I? So then I'm like, can I just go back to the other game I was playing and just go back and pick it up because that character was further on than the character I'm playing as now. It all got very complicated and in the end I just carried on playing my game. Um, I've got, got a couple of things one, uh, there was this whole thing about whether I was going to pay for Game Pass to get Starfield reports suggest that the initial early reports for the game Starfield weren't quite what people thought there's a lot of stuff around it not being a lot of fun once you get so far into it kind of glad I didn't do the Game Pass thing so there's that um, there's a game that I'd maybe like to get. Problem being is, um, I've owned it before, I've not enjoyed it before, but every single person says that it's a lot better now. I'm like, really? Do I need to find out for myself? We are about to go into October. When you get this, you'll be well into October, so I'm talking to you in the future. But there is a game coming out in October, which I should probably try and you know, sell a kidney to try and afford. So there's a lot of going on in games also. If you're feeling bored of me talking about the same game over and over and making no sense, there may be a change of game on the horizon. So stick with me. That there is the podcast. Part of me wants to apologise and say I'm really sorry for all the ranting and raving about all the stuff that's wrong with the world. And another part of me is like, is, is that not why we're here? Is that not why this podcast exists? 
Who knows? Let's find out together on the next one. Right, there we go. I'll catch you next time. So, what do you think of that? It was what it was. I was, you know, drinking coffee at 10 o'clock at night. You know, nobody's perfect. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being a part of this. Uh, if you can spare any more, if you've got anything left, please do consider like, share, subscribe, comment, leave us a review. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There's some social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of Quickie Cast.